This is a Power 98.7 podcast. Now we're talking. Subscribe to Power 98.7 podcasts in iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. There's more on power987.co.za. Now more serious matters here, uh, particularly for us residents of the city of Joburg. Well, the new finance MMC says the city will engage financial institutions and finance minister Inok Kodongwana to address the city's cash flow challenges and stabilize the finances. The city currently owes around 5 billion rand to service providers. Uh, now the new MMC for finance says the responsibility to fix the metro's financial crisis now rests with the multi-party coalition uh, comprising the ANC, EFF, Patriotic Alliance, and uh, uh, the ATM. Dada Morero says the department uh, will look at various options to stabilize the municipality's finances, such as using the assets of the city to see how best uh, they can raise capital against those assets. Dada Morero is on the line at the, for his MMC for Finance in the city of Joburg. Good morning to you, and thank you so much for joining us. Good morning, good morning to your listeners. Right, let's just talk about it. I mean, if you can just break it down in very simple terms, what is the current situation with the finances of the city of Joburg? The financial position currently, it's, it's not good, it's not healthy at all. Uh, you have a situation, for example, that now forces us to revise the budget uh, at least by $6 billion. Uh, so we have to revise it down and have to go into the programs and projects and uh, both at OPEX and CAPEX to try and reduce the, the budget, meaning we have to cut on certain projects, we have to cut on spending, we have to cut on quite a number of things. It would also mean we have to bring the IDP on board, look at the IDP, what did it say, which projects were there, and we have to then cut those projects. So basically we need to, to cut it up to $6 billion down. Uh, revise it and 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 possibly by doing that we'll be able to 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 do what we are required to do as the city secondly we'll then have to increase on our collection to ensure that mm. our collection rate at least it's just over ninety percent is currently sitting under under ninety percent which is presents a challenge on its own. Uh, before we is, before we delve, delve into that uh, more about uh, collections and so on, what is the implications then of you having to, as you said, you need to cut the budget now by six billion uh, um, odd rand? What impact is that going to have on the some of the projects that you had, uh, were, were in the public? It will have a negative effect on some of the programs. So what what basically means is that. Uh, if you had already planned on building a community or a clinic, it means you might have to cut it down. So what we'll then have to do is to put a particular criteria in place, which we're doing today at 11 when I'm meeting with senior management in the finance group to say, this is the criteria we're putting in place. Is, is this project uh, helping us to raise uh, revenue? Is this project? project about revenue protection and so on and so on. So we'll put a criteria uh, to determine which projects are we going to put on hold uh, until the financial position of the city is healthy. But there are certain programs that, for example, are service delivery orientated. Those programs cannot uh, at any given stage be affected. That is your waste removals, uh, uh, 
supply of water, supply of electricity, mm. maintenance of robots and uh, maintenance of roads and as far as portals are concerned. Uh, so those service delivery orientated projects will not be affected right. at all. So, so we have to protect those. So that now, the daily experience of uh, our customers is not affect, adversely affected. So the f- 5 billion rand that's owed to service providers, what type, which are these service providers? Uh, who are the service providers that are being referred to here? Then the main is core service providers, which is your waste removal, uh, which is an important area of our work. So we we'll have to engage them in serious discussions. Uh, our landfills, uh, people who are responsible for our landfills, in fact, the whole value chain of waste removal, it's one area that mm. is highly affected, highly, highly affected. Uh, and, and those that are helping, helping us in as far as maintenance of electricity, uh, that is maintenance of our network and so on and so on, are also affected quite adversely. Uh, so we'll have to look at what do we do because it will impact uh, negatively into service de- delivery should these uh, service providers decide to withdraw from the programs that they're doing currently as a result of non-payment. Mm. So we have agreed on a process to start engaging directly with those service providers to to see how best we can work together under the circumstances that the previous administration of the DA has left us under. Well, this is interesting that you, you will point fingers at the DA, they point fingers back at you. I suppose somewhere in between lies the truth. In terms of why we will find the city finds itself in these in the situation that it does, no, no, reality is reality. The truth is the truth. They denied that truth for the longest of time. Instead of accepting, so that all of us together we can work at uh, mm. rescuing the city, they continued to deny that there's a problem financially. But we are not denying it. We are telling you the truth. And we can even give you the financial statements. As you know, they're public documents. We can give it to the media. We think we'll have a press conference so that those documents are easily mm. availed to you. Guys. Okay. And you can see on mm. your own that this is the truth. In fact, service providers will also tell you that they've not been paid and there's a problem. Right. Let me quickly bring in a caller here, one of our listeners. Ishmael, go ahead and just as briefly as you can, please put your question to the MMC. MMC, um, you're being duplicitous here because the ANC have been in control of the city for 28 or 29 years since the Democratic South Africa project was launched in 1994. So when we talk about service delivery, how can you get on your soapbox and say that the challenges facing the city are not an ANC-inherited problem. Furthermore, do you think your multi-party alliance with the AFF, knowing that you've got records of poor government in local municipalities across the country in the last decade, will lead to a better life for all? Whereas your counterpart in Cape Town has just launched an infrastructure project of 120 right. billion in 10 years. Okay, let me get a response. Uh, I don't know whether you can give a short answer to that, uh, Dada Morero. Yeah, quickly, the, the ANC left government in 2021 with a cash balance of $6.6 billion. And the ANC comes back in the coalition with the cash balance of zero, which has been created by the Democratic Alliance. I'm saying zero in the sense that it's about $200 million hmm. that we found in the, in the bank. And the ANC have governed Johannesburg for a long period of time.
uh, you can go to Soweto and confirm what this guy, that the scholar is just saying. The ANC had changed the face of Soweto, and not only Hello? the townships that mm. are there, and the mm. ANC had changed that just environment. The, yeah. So mm. I think the caller is just being uh, political. He doesn't want to accept the reality okay. that uh, we did well when we're in power. Just a quick one then. Uh, this uh, 2 billion rand short-term loan facility from the Development Bank of South Africa that yes. was proposed by the, the, the previous administration, will you be pursuing that? Yes, we were. part of our strategy is to apply for the loan. And it must also be understood the reason why it was rejected by the uh, coalition last year is that the DA consistently said there's no financial problems, there's no financial crisis. And we then argued in council, why then do you want to raise a loan when you say there's money? Now we got into there yesterday, the bank balance were put here, the financial statements were put in my face. So you're now in agreement that there is a need for the facility? I'm convinced that we need money. And we are not denying that there's no money. We're telling the public and the residents of Johannesburg, including the financial uh, okay. financial institutions in the country, that the city of Johannesburg is All right. bankrupt. Well, we certainly hope to hearing more uh, in that briefing that you speak of uh, about uh, what the yes. state of the finances are. Uh, but thank you very much for coming on. I appreciate thank it. Thank you, Titi. Dada Morero is the MMC for Finance in the city of Joburg. You've been listening to a Power 98.7 podcast. For more podcasts, visit power987.co.za or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.